Hello, and welcome to the latest episode of the Informing Choices Minipod. Tackling fake news and disinformation is an ethical challenge, highlighted particularly through the COVID-19 pandemic. New technologies provide the opportunity for the distribution of disinformation created by humans and increasingly by artificial intelligence spread via social media, for example. Countering disinformation and earning trust for honest communication is an increasingly critical enabler to developing a positive reputation for enterprise and public sector organizations alike. So with this backdrop and the ability of people, organizations and autonomous systems to create content in ever greater volumes, what is the future of ethics in PR? To consider this question, I'm delighted to welcome back PR consultant Isla O'Hara to the podcast. Isla, welcome back. Give us a little reminder about you and your business to start with. Thank you, Steve. I'm delighted to be asked back. My business, I'm a PR consultant and my job is to advise clients and organisations on how to protect and manage their reputation in the face of the many challenges which are uh, presenting organisations in this current time. And, and in your experience, how have the ethics in PR evolved over the last few years? What's changed? I think unquestionably ethics and ethical standards transform in response to evolving situations as we've seen. And I think that that is so evident in, in, in the past few years where not only have we seen the rapid advances in technology, as you've mentioned, we're becoming more digital. We've got numerous ways in which we uh, capture the news information and, and the way that we receive and the way that we analyze that information. And I think that how that information and the decisions that we make based on the information we're given, these are all huge forces that are driving changes in ethical shifts. So undoubtedly we are in the midst of an ethical shift I would say right at this moment and that I think in the last year with the pandemic has accelerated what's we what has already been happening in communication uh, we are embracing more sophisticated technology technology from content management campaign automation systems to collaboration platforms and data analytics these are all becoming part and parcel of our of our daily work so the pandemic, I think, absolutely accelerated and revolutionised the way we communicate, but the content as well. And do you think it's actually identified some of the risks around that content? I mean, one of the things that's always in my mind is both the deliberate distribution of false information, but also the accidental distribution of false information. So people trying to help people in their network out by sharing information about COVID-19, that's complete rubbish. Absolutely, I mean, we've, we've seen so much of that and what you've highlighted are data and, and, and an analysis. So yes, how do we guard against that false information and destructive? Mm. There was um, a, a recent survey I was reading about, I, I don't have the name of the survey, but it was looking at how companies are valued, you know, how their market value is defined. And, you know, sort of 50 years or so ago, the tangible assets of a company were deemed to be the most valuable, you know, the machinery, the goods. Nowadays, that percentage has absolutely flipped on its head. And it's now uh, intangible assets are worth 84% of the market value. 
And that's where the PR profession sits. It's the intangible assets, which are the brand, the reputation, the relationships, the partnerships. And that's absolutely where PR sits now. So the damage, the reputational damage that misinformation can do for an organization, you know, it is, is well, hideous. So it seemed to me that we, you know, we started to talk about issues around automation, about the use of technology, but actually the core of what you were talking about there as well felt much more human. So it was about trust. It was about taking decisions, which is which is something at the moment, for the most part anyway, humans still do. So how do you think we put people at the center of communication strategy? Ultimately, humans communicate human to human. And we are in the business, certainly PR professionals are, in the business of building relationships. And the old adage of people do business with people they know, like and trust, that is not going to go away. What I think is changing is the demand now for openness and transparency. The demand among consumers because they have access to such a wealth of information and various, almost various portals for gaining that information. So they have now the facility to question and demand answers. And the consumers also are very savvy. They're not going to accept platitudes. If a company messes up and they have to come clean, come clean about something, yes, there's going to be a short-term impact on that company's reputation, but they have to look to the long-term. They have to look to the future. And the future is about building relationships for the long-term. It is about sustainability and it's about making sure that organizations are identifying, communicate their values and they live those values. And the staff and the people that they work with also identify with those values. So it's about being open and developing a culture based on that openness, that sense of communication, the listening and being agile and responsive to change. So you started to kind of touch on the next thing that I wanted to ask about, which is how do you think ethics will continue to evolve, both in terms of what we communicate, so the content, and how we communicate, so the technology? Because the technology is not going to go away. The technology as a tool is going to be there and is going to become ever more sophisticated. So, so how do we bring those together, do you think? I think you're absolutely right that, you know, the, the rapid advance of technology and, and the fact that we're all adopting it, you know, the acceleration of the, the COVID pandemic. I mean, I've, I've adopted more um, AI technology, I think, and whether that was a result of the pandemic or not, but I think we all of us are now using technology on a daily basis, whether we're using Grammarly just to check our grammar, whether we're using social listening tools, you know, monitoring tools, you know, we're, we're adopting technology at a phenomenal rate. In PR, we're using it to create content. We're looking to analyze if that content is new and different in the marketplace. You know, have, are we going to be writing about something that somebody else has written about? You know, what's a different angle? You know, we're looking at predictive content, our strategies, what time we post. It's all based on algorithms. Another example would be chatbots. Managing inquiries for customer services becoming more prevalent and that they can learn and improve on their own. And we've touched on decision making based on AI analyzing vast amounts of data sets. Decisions are being taken on the results, but humans will always have a place because 
humans need to look at those decisions and question. And that's not something that AI can do, not yet. And I'm sure that we'll come on to talk about this a little bit, a bit further, but the benefit of the AI, I mean, it's almost like, you know, 50% of the world love AI, 50% of the world are nervous of it. And of course, it has this tremendous capacity to achieve great things. It has the tremendous capacity to take away the mundane tasks, to free up our time for more intellectual tasks, for creativity, reflection, innovation, and this questioning that I've mentioned. But yes, of course, done badly, it has tremendous capacity to inflict huge uh, reputational damage. And I appreciate we're talking about ethics and when we come back to ethics in PR and communications and being human centric, ethics is about doing the right thing for the right reasons and causing no harm or no deliberate harm. And as PR practitioners, we must, we must not make any decisions which deliberately cause harm or remove others' ability to make informed choices. We also mustn't do anything that causes disadvantage or shows bias or is discriminatory. So we have a huge role and a growing and an exciting role mm -hmm. to almost be the guardians of the ethical considerations that we need to build in decision-making. And humans are always gonna be at the center of that. There's always a, I'm always curious about um, when we say things like humans are always going to be at the center. So I'm gonna kind of challenge that notion a little bit. And I wonder what your thoughts are of for example, artificial intelligence-based systems assessing content for its factfulness, for its legitimacy, and being able to code artificial intelligence to pick up some of those characteristics that you just mentioned. Mm. So do you see a point where more of the PR process, rather than just the kind of the, the, the analytical and distribution piece, could be automated. Yes, I do. We're seeing this come already into, into the sector. And I think that myself and others in the PR industry are, we are aware that yes, absolutely, as you say, content can be curated. But I think what can't be curated and where humans and PR practitioners will still have a role is that balance between an artificial entity, if you like, because it will still have my sensitivity, it will still have my emotional intelligence, my thought behind that, that piece, whether that is the right piece of content to be going. And it will also have, I hope, compassion and sensitivity, because ultimately, with any piece of effective communication, you have your audience at the first and, you know, the first and foremost, whenever you write anything. And I don't think artificial intelligence will have that yet. You know, I think that PR professionals, you know, we have a role, well, all human, anyone in business, board level included, directors, you know, have a responsibility to scrutinize, to question the thought process behind what we're doing. You know, whether we're implementing change management systems or, or, or writing a, a, an article for the media, it's the it's challenging the intent and the execution. One of the things that I always think is that if we if we consider a, a, a PR campaign um, uh, investment in PR, then one of the things that we're trying to do is actually enable change. 
And I'm always really interested in how we enable change, whether we decide that we want to invest in changing for the future or to kind of sit back and, and produce a whole bunch of change, which typically, in my view, um, is really about changing something that's gone wrong right now. So we just change for the present, which kind of brings us back to the same point in 12 or 18 months time. So if PR is about enabling change, then how do we ensure human-centric change as a result of PR? That's an interesting question. I think PR sits at the reputation and the reputational considerations of bringing about change. So PR sits at the impact of that change. It sits at the impact on the employees who are going to be affected by the change. It sits at the impact on the stakeholders, on the shareholders and, any, and the local community, anyone who's going to be impacted on that change. And where that then sits, it always sits in working in the public interest. And that any organization should be working in the public interest. You know, it, obviously it's working uh, in the interests of its employee, employees, it's working at the interest of its shareholders. But the business of earning and maintaining trust and fostering a culture of openness, listening and honesty, which we talked to a little bit earlier, the company has an organizer, company and organizations do have a responsibility. And I think that's where communication sits and that's where PR sits at making sure that that company lives up to its values. It lives its values um, and it articulates its values. So we, we have a responsibility along with the senior management team for ethical and reputational guardianship, if you like. And I think on a practical level about how we ensure human centric change, we've talked about making sure that our audience is at the heart of any communications that we put out, but in an ethical consideration and in a change management context, it's asking the right questions. It's asking the challenging questions. PR professionals often sit between the chief executive and the employees. You know, both are our clients. Uh, we will sit between the organization and its, uh, its customers, both are our clients. So we have a responsibility to help our clients guard against privacy breaches. You know, there are huge ethical considerations in communications these days. And, and, and if I can just touch on some of them, I mean, I know we haven't got time today to talk about all of them, but, you know, guarding against privacy, um, being vigilant on ethical implementations of issues of data management, such as storage, how the data is aggregated, shared, commercialized. You know, companies have already seen huge reputational damage as a result of misuse of their data. Garden, guarding against bias, selectivity, discrimination. I think PR professionals also have a role to put in accountability practices, parameters and metrics. These are safeguards. These are safeguards that prevent damage. You know, we spoke a little bit earlier about AI being a force for good and a force for positive change. And I think that there is a place for embracing that, but there's a huge place for protecting against damage. And, and these few things that I've outlined will guardian against the, the damage that will have such a huge impact on a company's reputation. 
Well, you're right, Isla. We could go on talking about this for for absolutely ages. Absolutely fascinating topic. Just you know, from from my point of view, a couple of things that I've that I've taken away there. One is the importance as part of PR around supporting emotional intelligence and emotional intelligence being one of those things that may never be automated so the kind of the focus there on the human piece feels feels really really important i also really liked the idea of public interest so pr about being about communicating much more for the public good and that seems to kind of build into something that i've been looking at more recently which i kind of couches social sustainability because typically uh, sustainability has perhaps been about something different. But I think one of the things that we have learned through the pandemic as well is that actually social sustainability, getting a cohesive, fairer, open society is going to be critically important into the future. And it feels to me like PR plays a critical role in that debate. Isla, thank you so much for your time. Um, tell us, how can people contact you and learn more about what you do? Thank you very much, Steve. It's been a great discussion. People can contact me on my website, islaohara.co.uk, and I'm more than happy for people to connect with me on LinkedIn. Isla, thank you once again. And thank you everyone for listening. Do let your friends and colleagues know about the Informing Choices mini pod, and I'll see you again soon.